0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sunny Go One Piece podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about anime episodes 98 to 100, which will be covering manga chapters roughly 162 through 164. And we're at triple digit episodes already. I mean, that's crazy. I feel like I haven't been doing this for that long, but here we are. This is going to be a fairly short podcast as two out of three episodes are filler story, so I'm not going to go into too much detail with them and not spend much time there but we do get one episode that is an important part of the story diving into bb's past alrighty so the synopsis these episodes consist of two insular filler episodes of the straw hats running into a variety of different inhabitants of the alabasta desert the first a group of sand pirates that need help to repair their ship and then the second a small town that is guarded by some fake rebel fighters Finally, the one lone canon portion is a flashback of Vivi's past and her relationship to the current day rebel leader Koza. So the difference is Of course, the big difference with this is that episodes 98 and 99 almost being completely filler. And the only canon part of these two episodes is the very beginning of episode 98 with Luffy accidentally eating the cacti and going insane with that hallucinating rampage. That is still in the manga, but then everything after that is pretty much all filler. And then in episode 100, the One Lone canon episode, we see the beginning of BB's flashback. However, this gets moved up in the anime. In the manga, this story isn't actually told for a little bit later until they actually reach Yuba. It's also not intercut with moments of the Hearts traveling through the desert. In the manga, it's just told as one continuous story without any break or cutbacks to the present like it is shown in the anime here but the actual story being told is pretty much exactly how it's told in the manga alrighty so getting into my thoughts the beginning scene with luffy hallucinating is canon like i mentioned earlier but everything else in episodes 98 and 99 are filler the manga does go through a montage of events that happen as they make their way across the desert until they reach yuba so it is plausible that these events did occur before they got to yuba but obviously, this these stories I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but I do really love that scene of Chopper subduing Luffy while he's hallucinating with the trank gun it It's just funny how he's just kind of like standing there it like jump or smash cuts to to Chopper, just standing over Luffy with the uh with, with the syringe. He's like tranquilizer. <laughs> and then everybody's just giving him a thumbs up. It's also funny that even in the filler, it seemed like they had no idea what to do with Ace. They just separate him and leave him stuck trying to walk past this lizard who keeps moving back and forth. And I know we've all had this moment where we were walking across a hall. And the guy that you're bumping into, you try to move one way, they move the same way. And Ace is just doing this for almost an entire day, it seemed like. It is a funny joke, but... It's weird to me that they decided to keep Ace with the group, and when they're free to actually incorporate him into the story, they don't do anything with him. It seems like a missed opportunity to me, but at least they address this in the next several episodes when they do more filler episodes. Episode 98's mini filler story follows the Straw Hats as Nami and Vivi are captured by the Barbar Bar Sand Pirates due to a bit of misunderstanding and a desire for food and supplies. However, Luffy makes friends with them like he does with everybody and offers to go find some wood to repair their ship with Vivi. Now, this episode is honestly really boring to me. They try to create this emotional moment right at the end where the girl feels betrayed by Vivi and her father for abandoning them. But then it gets resolved in the span of like five minutes. This is also even more apparent how bad and uninteresting that is, because this story and emotional payoff is done a hundred times better two episodes later by Oda in the canon material and it's kind of like they just ran out of ideas on what to do with this filler material and they just literally retold the same story but way worse and with no almost no thought episode 99 is a completely separate story where the straw hats come across a group of guys posing as rebel fighters to get special treatment from a small town to serve as their bodyguards. Ace finds them and informs BB of the situation, and BB comes up with a plan to test their resolve as to whether they are in fact good for the people of the town. This episode is still pointless, but at least this one is much more entertaining and funny. I especially love how the town mayor guy keeps egging the star hats on and shit-talking for the fake rebels against Luffy and even though they know how powerful Luffy is and it just I I love how it um, annoys (laughs) Kamu each time that guy just completely goes off on Luffy for him on his behalf. Uh, Ultimately these two episodes aren't really worth watching and can be skipped if you just want to continue with the main story you don't really lose anything so thankfully you can just bypass these two episodes if you so feel inclined and normally on my rewatches I do but obviously I watched them again this time so that I could talk about them. Moving back to the main story with episode 100 we get to see BB's past in a flashback as well as meet the boy who would one day become the leader of the rebellion. One thing that we really get to see fleshed out more is how genuinely good and benevolent of a ruler Cobra is. He truly cares for his people and their livelihood in addition, we see for a princess, we understand why Vibi fits so well with pirates and has survived working a deep undercover agent in the Baroque Works organization. I mean, she's tough as nails, even from a young age, not afraid to fight and rough house. And she's just overall very tough and gets along with people and has that same resolve that her father does. And we see this as she proves herself to the, the Snasnadan or the San... Sand Sand Group, I guess, or the Sand Sand Gang, and you know she becomes friends with Koza and, and everybody. And I love the scene after she makes friends with them and she starts hanging out with them. Cobra just cracks me up when he's following Vivi around as she makes friends with them and joins in their fun, and how he and Igor are just like <laughs> are just like slowly like tiptoeing on their like on the heels of their toes with these ridiculous disguises with just like a palm branch and this like handkerchief over their faces (laughs) Uh, that's yeah that scene just cracks me up this flashback actually accomplishes quite a bit in terms of the story we become way more sympathetic to both sides of the conflict as we see that both cobra and koza are good people and both want the same thing for their home country we also see how the citizens of alabasta are also just good and honest people trying to survive in a desert climate and this is personified mostly with Koza's dad, Toto, who will play a role, a bigger role, in the episodes to come. And I'll talk more in depth about Koza a little bit more when he's properly introduced into the present timeline. But I really like that Koza is shown as this really brave and good hearted boy. And also, it establishes really well that Vivi and Koza have a really strong bond. And although it's never really Hinted at. I, I always get the sense that there's going to be some sort of a romance between Vivi and Koza. And, you know, the fact that I really love that scene where he protects her and then later on, you know, he gets his eye slashed and then Vivi's just crying, mostly not because she was in danger, but because she put others in danger and that because she's a princess, everybody is willing to just throw their lives away her and that immense amount of like responsibility weighs on, on her but I love that how Koza is always just incredibly optimistic and happy and positive about everything and sort of re- reassures her that everything's going to be okay and it's interesting to sort of contrast that to how he is in the present as we'll see in the episodes to come but yeah I'll, I'll definitely dive more into that later on when we actually do see what Koza is like in the present. This all really hits home the tragic nature of Crocodile's plan to turn them against each other and why this conflict is so painful for Vivi. It pits her best friend up against her father in a costly civil war that doesn't even need to happen. As the viewer, you know, I'm definitely more interested in Vivi's struggles to stop the war now and it certainly sets up for some pretty impactful payoffs later on, especially when the fighting starts. And I feel like this flashback really helps to establish all of those sort of stakes that we have in the and it tells us that neither side is the bad guy the bad guy is crocodile and it's not the rebels it's not the royal guards or the the royal family it's just a terrible situation that's been engineered by crocodile and he and the baroque works are the real villains and so you kind of feel sad about this whole situation So yeah, in closing, the one canon episode we get is really entertaining and informative, getting to see Vivi and her past, but that's about it. These filler episodes aren't terrible, but they're ultimately really shallow and uninteresting and just remind us that we're being kept from the real story as a stall. Unfortunately, we have a few more filler episodes to get through in the next podcast as well, but we'll get to those. I mean, we still get one sprinkle of a canon episode as well in the next set, but yeah, If you enjoyed this, send me a like or a comment. And if you want to join me on this journey of rewatching One Piece, consider subscribing, please. Check out my Instagram and Twitter account at SunnyGoPodcast if you want updates of when I post new episodes. That is there. Uh, No spoiler section today, as there's really not much to talk about. But as always, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. And I will hope to see you on the next episode. Bye.